Hello. Alfred, can you tell me about the purple mattress you're on audio recording? I can tell you about it. It's the best mattress I ever laid on. <laughs> um, Why is that? Well, it's like, it's very soft. It shapes to every every inch of you. Uh-huh. When you sit when you land out. So it's like it's it doesn't sink in, it's like almost like just fits you for no matter what size you are, it just fits you. The next time you have to travel for a show or something and you have to stay at a hotel bed, what's that gonna be like, do you think? It's not gonna be like a purple mattress. <laughs> now you I know for sure this is gonna make me want to go home. Even I'm I'm having the best time. I'm like, man, I can't wait till I get to the house. I wonder if hotels should start using these mattresses then. Yes, the best, the top of the line hotels. <laughs> Every like this is so it's such a good mattress. It makes it makes being home different. Wow! Literally. I thank you for that information. I can't wait to uh, try mine, and uh, I'll let you know what I think of it. That's purple dot com slash Arlen A R L A N purple dot com slash Arlen. You get a discount. Get $150 off a $1,500 or more purchase. That's purple.com slash Arlen. I'm Arlen Hamilton, and this is Your First Million. I'm a venture capitalist. I started my fund Backstage Capital from the ground up while I was on food stamps. I have now invested in more than 100 companies led by women, people of color, and LGBT founders. After having raised more than $10 million, people often ask me how I did it. I created this podcast so I could tell you my story and so that together we could go on a journey and speak with some of the most successful people in the world from all backgrounds and walks of life to learn how they got their first million. And who knows, maybe I'll reach my first million in personal capital while I'm recording this series. There's only one way to find out. Let's go. Dear my people, this is Arlen. My friends, my family, I need you to hear me when I say that today's episode is me interviewing the cast of General Hospital. I'm not going to scream in your ear, but imagine me screaming in your ear. General Hospital cast, what? Okay, (laughs) let's back up a second. If you are new to your first million or to this whole thing that's going on over here, this vibe, I have been watching General Hospital off and on for 30 years, since I was a child. I love General Hospital. It is my favorite television program. That's without irony. It is sincere. I love it. It is fantastic. It makes me happy. And as you'll hear in the interview, you'll hear a little bit more context of what I love about GH. And I have had the thrill and honor of... Visiting the, the set twice in the last 10 years, I found my way, <laughs> but, you know, quietly observing, and that was just a thrill. I've also, uh, over the last year or so, been able to connect and meet with a couple of 
the stars of the show, uh, Tamara Braun and Chloe Lanier. They were both very, very um, helpful to me. And just over time, we've been able to connect and um, had Chloe on the podcast a few episodes ago. I think it was in April, maybe, of 2020. So, Go listen to that episode. I kind of go in on it too. Like, listen to this episode first. And if you like this episode, go back and listen to Chloe's episode because we had a chance to talk one-on-one about Lady Gaga and all sorts of stuff. So this is just so cool. Um, I reached out to Chloe because a couple of Fridays ago, I interviewed part of the cast of The L Word, another great ensemble piece uh, that I've been a fan of their world for more than 15 years. And I just really enjoyed that. I did that for Lesbians Who Tech after I was interviewed. And it was just a very enjoyable experience. I have a lot of experience interviewing people, of course, from the magazine till till now. But I'm doing more and more of these group interviews. And it's a, it's a tricky, tricky thing. You know, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do to balance everything. But I just... I really enjoy the challenge of it, and it, it, it's there's something really exciting about the energy of it. So I just went to Chloe, who play, plays Nell Benson on General Hospital, and I said, hey, do you think that we're all at home and we're all just sort of missing General Hospital because it's not on the air right now because of COVID? I said, do you think a few of the actresses will come on and talk to me <laughs> at the same time? And she was like, how did you get my number? No, she was like, yeah, let me let me let me text everybody and see what, what they're up to. So this is the result of that. And, and let me tell you, I was just kid in a candy store. Just c- couldn't be happier to be in that and got a lot of great information and a lot of great insights out of it. So this one is fun. It's one of those moments where it's the pinch me moment. It's one of those moments where I'll we'll probably make the next book. And so grateful. Uh, by the way, if any of, of the, the stars are listening to this, so grateful to you. And so happy that many of you on the spot downloaded my book. <laughs> Thank you for that. Tamara had my Fast Company cover in the background. Really appreciate it. Ah, <laughs> it's just so cool. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I will say I kept it pretty darn cool. I, I, I'm very proud of myself. I didn't cry. I was on the verge a couple of times. I didn't freak out completely. And I said what I need to say. So I hope you enjoy this. I, I might sound like I'm out of breath, and I am because I'm, like, excited. <laughs> like I'm like a little kid, you know. But just this was just one of those bright moments I needed and I, I know to bring some joy to you, even if you've never seen General Hospital, you've never heard of General Hospital, maybe. Um, but if you've never, if you've, if you've seen it, you'll love this. So shout out to Brittany Davis on my team. I know she has some, she has great taste like I do. She's on maternity leave and I know she's uh, going to love this episode. Shout out, partner at Backstage Capital. Um, and anyone else who listens or watches General Hospital, this is for you. This is for us. And if you've never watched General Hospital, listen to this episode, and I promise you, you'll be intrigued and you'll want to. Okay, see you later. So 
what is your name and occupation? My name is Caitlin McMullen. I am an actress on General Hospital. <laughs> and you're, I'm assuming you're based in Los Angeles now because that's, that's where GH uh, films. Yeah. Where are you from originally? I was actually born in LA, Santa Clarita to be specific. And then I kind of like moved around my whole life. So I've been in at least five different states. Yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been acting? Because this is the first I've seen of you, but I'm, you know, everybody has a story. What is, what is yours? Um, so when I was younger and I mean, I grew up out here. So my, my mom got me into like modeling and acting and stuff from a really young age, but then I didn't really want to do it anymore because I wanted to focus on school. Um, like I missed a lot of school because of it. So I kind of stopped and then just later in life, I was like going to college and I was feeling not really interested in the things that I was learning. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to LA. And it just felt like, I don't know. I, I just really wanted to give it another shot. Um, I don't know why it kind of happened. And then, yeah, I just followed that. How far back would that have been? Just a few handful of years? Um, it was when I was, I think I moved here when I was 19. Okay. It's been, uh, math, (laughs) like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of, uh, singer and actor friends in LA. And if you try to ask them directly what their age is, they find a way not to tell you. You have to be able to do all these different things, but it's been, you've been here a few years, but you've been on the show for now. What couple years now? I I can't keep up with time anymore. I think it's been almost two years, which is crazy. Time has just flown by. Yeah. How, when you came here, um, did you think, well, I'll get on a soap and then I'll do that, you know, get a contract and I'll do that. Or were you, what, what was the intention of coming out here? No, I actually had no, I had no idea that that's what would happen. I, first of all, I moved out here more so for modeling because that's what I did when I was younger. And I just loved getting to like, I don't know. I loved getting to like play dress up and kind of like transform and whatever. And, um, turns out that I was more drawn to acting and my first agent, Alex Fox, I've posted about him on Instagram. He was like, I think you should get into acting after about a year of being out here. And so then I started doing improv and then I realized it was like, Oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. This is oh. the kind of thing that I really love. So yeah, it just kind of, it just kind of happened. It was like this weird domino effect that led to me being like, oh, okay, I love this. And I actually want to take this seriously. So then I started training and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What does improv, taking those classes, what do you think that helps you realize about yourself? I think improv is so important because um, first of all, just for auditions in general, like say you're going to do commercials or um, even theatrical stuff, improv is just an important tool. It also frees you up and, and it does help with stage fright. Um, I even tell my friends, like my friends that are in Austin or wherever they are, um, I'm like, you should take an improv class because it helps you to kind of like get creative and it's fun and it frees you up. And, you know, it has so many benefits, I think. Yeah. I think it should definitely be a course for an actor, um, like a prerequisite. Did you go to, so you, did you go to college or did you go straight from high school out here? Uh, I went to college for, so I went to college for about a year and then I dropped out and then I moved out here for about, I was here for about a year or two. 
um, started getting into stuff. And then I actually moved back for a year and went to college again. And then I dropped out again and then came back out here. (laughs) I'm not trying to name drop, but I was uh, interviewing uh, Sophia Bush a few weeks ago and she talked a lot about being very studious and just always wanting to learn. And that's why I'm asking you this because it seems like you find it important. I mean, even your next appointment is, is more, is more learning, right? So is it about honing your craft? Is it about just being expert in one lane? How do you think about um, teaching yourself and, and making sure that you're like sharp? I, I really value education. Uh, first of all, I, I just love acting so much that like educating myself on it is just fun for mm-hmm. me. Like I love learning all there is to learn and hearing about other people's experiences and also just, I, I don't know. It's like when you find something you love, you always want to know more about it you know? So that's how I kind of see it. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, I think it's so important. Um, yeah. 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 Part of our job is reading and comprehending things. So I feel like I constantly want to keep my brain as sharp as possible that way. Like, you know, when I get scripts, I'm like, Oh, okay. I understand. (laughs) Well, that's right too. And especially with soap. I mean, every time I have a chance to talk to anybody from general hospital, which thankfully is more often than it used to be, which I adore people know that about me. I'm weird. Um, (laughs) I always, I'm like, the first thing I ask someone is like, how do you remember all of that? Because that's part of the reason I really love, GH is just the I'm respectful of the 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 talent that goes into creating that five days a week hour long um did was that a crash course and like retaining all of that and you don't just you like it's funny because you don't uh, I watch the show with my wife I've I've trained her to now watch the show she loves it too now um but we kind of we kind of comment on the fact that usually when you're in a scene as willow you're Uh usually like you have the most to say you're either you're either working off of a a michael character or a chase character and they're they're these sullen guys who kind of keep to themselves and you're it's usually like you're just thrashing around crying and you're saying all this (laughs) yeah so (laughs) (laughs) so it's not just memorizing but it's also emoting and so what was that a crash course for you oh yeah I mean well I started getting um training under my belt at uh this school called Playhouse West and I mean I was working on multiple scenes at once so I have to say like before that school I wasn't very good at memorizing but your your brain's a muscle so the more you work at it you know, the better you get. So when I was working on multiple scenes, you know, at a time at school, I just kind of got better at it. So when it came time to working uh, on General Hospital, it, it was a lot more than I was used to, but I kind of knew, okay, this is my process. I know how to like, you know, at least Mm -hmm. sort of get a grip on this. And um, yeah, it's definitely been a crash course. I mean, it's, it's a lot and it's awesome. I love that. Like you said, I love that too. I love that about the show. Yeah. It's, it's quite impressive. Um, And then I guess that helps us kind of wrap things up because we're here. It's, it's coronavirus, um, COVID-19. You haven't been able to be on set, I think, right. For, for a long time now I am in mourning. (laughs) Over here. Um, so how do you like, how do you keep that 
going? And what do you, I guess the better question is, um, do you have an insight? I'm going to ask the rest of the, of the cast. Do you have an insight into when you might be able to start filming again and, and what the, what the plan is? I think the hope is, um, this summer. Okay. So I'm, I think that it, there's definitely a big possibility that it could be, you know, pretty soon. Yeah. However, um, you know, just with the current state of affairs, everything's so up in the air, you know, so we're really just kind of going with the flow, you know, and just yeah. seeing. Yeah. Know. That's all you can really do at this point. Yeah. Um, exactly. And you have to be safe and no matter, you know, how many letters I write, uh, <laughs> you have to be safe. <laughs> well, Don't listen. They're concerned with, they're like, you know, we have to, we have to take every measure possible to make sure that coming back is safe. And there's, you know, now new, um, new, I guess, laws when it comes to filming. So yeah, uh, I would, I would hope so. I'm with you. I want to go back so bad. And yeah. Are you in contract? I mean, I guess you're in contract. Yes. You have a very sizable role in this. Um, Do you know, like you, you have some time left, right? (laughs) There's Sophia. Yeah. Oh, how you doing? We're just wrapping up. Uh, here because I want to make sure that you can get to your next meeting. Oh yeah, what time is it? Oh, this has been so fun. Yeah, uh, and soon. Yeah, thanks for again. Thank you for your time and to you know fitting this in and and we'll make sure that we have another opportunity to to bring everybody back. That sounds great. Thank you so yeah. much. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Hi, this is Arlen Hamilton, author of It's About Damn Time. How to Turn Being Underestimated into Your Greatest Advantage. And you're listening to Women in Tech. I feel so grateful I've had the privilege of getting an advanced copy of Arlen Hamilton's new book, It's About Dan Time. She is one of the most inspiring venture capitalists I've ever come across. Her story from having absolutely nothing and being completely broke to being one of the most influential venture capitalists in the world blows my mind and her book is insanely well written right when I picked it up I didn't want to put it down she teaches me and us how to become the asset how to be our best selves and how to be a person that not only creates opportunity for ourselves but creates an abundance of opportunity for others I'm so proud to share her book with you and I hope you'll pick it up and I know for sure you'll be just as riveted as I was with each page you turn get it's about damn time at itsaboutdamntime.com. Joining us on this episode are Sophia Matson, who plays Sasha Gilmore, Chloe Lanier, who plays Nell Benson, Brianna Henry, who plays Jordan Ashford, Tamara Braun, who played Kim Nero and who just won a daytime Emmy for doing so. And then Laura Wright and Fanola Hughes, who are legends, legends in soap and elsewhere, who play Carly Corinthos and Anna Devane, respectively. Also a special guest, Julietta, who is Chloe Lanier's best friend and uh, who has been keeping up with what I do and what Backstage does in the tech world. So she joined as well. Julie. Hi, Julie. Julietta. 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 Sorry, Julietta.
Julieta, where do you yeah. live? Are you in LA? I live in Denver, Colorado, and I'm just a huge Arlen stan. So oh, that's why you. Chloe let me come here. Like Chloe mentioned, she was doing the podcast. And I just stopped and I was like, Chloe, do you realize this is my version of celebrity? Because I work in tech. Um, and so read about your story a few years ago and not a lot of women of color in the tech space. So um, it's always exciting just to have that kind of visibility. Thank you. Uh, Where You are a badass. You are. Thank I you. talked to you yeah. quite a lot. Before really? This. Yeah. Thank you. You're a, a really um, inspiring woman. Inspiring. So. Yeah, I would say. Um, I will give you the 22nd version of the context for anyone who does not know uh, that I gave to Caitlin earlier uh, when she came in for her quick interview before her class. Um, so I'm, oh. I'm, I'm Arlen. Um, I am, today I'm a venture capitalist. About six years ago, five and a half years ago, I would have been uh, homeless and on food stamps. Um, had, you know, multiple lives. So it wasn't always like that, but had housing insecurity for most of my uh, life, not even adult life. And a few years ago, I decided that I was going to start raising capital to invest in other underrepresented people because I thought, hey, if you're homeless and have no bank account, might as well start a multi-million dollar fund, <laughs> which I did. Uh, so I've raised about $12 million. I've generated about three or $4 million in revenue and have put most of that money, including personal money, into a hundred and thirty. We're at one hundred and thirty-four companies today that have that are led by women, people of color, or LGBTQ, or a combination thereof, and mostly in the tech space. And um, was I'm going to, as like I said, I'm going to do a mic drop because I have to. I was on the cover of Fast Company two years ago. Fast Company is a magazine, you know. I was on the cover of it. And I was the first non-celebrity black woman to do so. So before me was Oprah, Serena, and Beyonce. So, hey, wow. Yeah. And I look fierce in it. Don't Amazing. look like that now. <laughs> I look fierce on that picture. Yeah. Oh, Tamara has it. You have it. <gasps> look at you. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not gorgeous. The Rona has Thank you so much. And, I'm, yeah. I'm, um, and so I've just spent the last almost decade of my life in this headspace and in this world, um, and we'll we'll continue to do so, and that that's the that's the plan. And now things are starting to pick up um, a little bit more, and we we'll see what happens next. But um, I'm all about catalyzing through all of that. I was saying this earlier. I don't know if everybody was here. I think you might have been here when I was saying earlier that I very genuinely and sincerely adore you all. Like I love General Hospital as a as a as an entity. And um, you all in the show itself have just been with me through all of these tough, t- these ups and downs, mostly downs. And so it, it does feel like, uh, you know, they say, who was it? Was it George Clooney or someone who said, you know, people who are in, in the living room with you have a different kind of vibe than a movie star, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of grew up with them or you, you grow with them. And, and so that's what you, this is not 20 seconds, but that's what you all mean to me and so I uh I've gotten to know Tamara and that's why you're here and I appreciate you being here Tamara and again thank you and um congrats on your Emmy because that's normal to say (laughs) and then I was able to interview Chloe a few months ago or a couple months ago for the podcast and then I just had this wacky idea 
of bringing a few of you together because I honestly am in mourning right now because you all are not on my TV. Um, mm, we are too. That yeah, North, North Star. <laughs> so I, I won't keep you too, too long. I just really would love to, to, to chat with you a little bit. Um, we'll keep it mostly light. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of throw to somebody and make it easier. But um, Laura, can I start with you? Sure. Okay, great. Adore you. Um, I'll try to keep it cool. Because <laughs> I am a cool person. Let's get that right. <laughs> Julietta knows. She knows what I'm talking about. I'm pretty cool, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, so maybe you and then anyone else who wants to chime in, what has it been like now? I mean, I, th- is this the first time the show itself has sort of had to go on hiatus? That wasn't like a three-week plan or something like that? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so bizarre. When it first started, I was... You know, we had a four week where we're going to be dark for four weeks and that seemed like a big deal and shocking, but oh my gosh, we got it. Now we're going on four months and, um, it's been, um, I mean, it's been great in many ways. And then it's been like just shocking and bizarre. I was driving to a doctor's appointment yesterday down Melrose and there's like no one on the streets and the mask is in my hand and. It, it's just like, wow, the world's very different. So there are some days where I think it punches me in the stomach and then other days where I'm like, okay, what am I learning? How am I growing? How am I using this time for myself? Um, and then other days I just wrap in a blanket and stare at some stupid TV show. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I just, I, I don't have a brain anymore for that day. And, you know, um, and other days I just, uh, I'm lost in books. So it's trying to discover a whole new way of living and it looks different every day. Yeah. I mean, for some of you all, this is so um, automatic, you know, this is just what you do. I was talking to Caitlin earlier about like, how does she keep the, the kind of uh, sharpening the the craft or honing the craft of retention? Because that's a major, that's one of the things I just, uh, I have a great respect for for this, for this, uh, group is that you can learn so much, so much, uh, material and, and, and day after day after day. But I would imagine that part of the ability to do that is in doing it over and over and over again. So what do you, do you think you'll be a little rusty when you go back or will it be just, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of cuts. No, the question. (laughs) Oh, the question was, no, I'm kidding. So we'll be, oh. I, on top of being rusty, will we be rusty when we go back? Uh, you know, we're probably going to be distracted as well. It's going to be a whole new world of working. So the distraction of what's new and the nervous energy, right? We'll have to work those things yeah. out. You'll look at each other a little different too, because you'll be like, ah, but I guess <laughs> don't get closer. Yeah, the only way <laughs> yeah. you can really do it um, is to have these things in place where people have to get not tested or their fever and all this stuff every single day. And that's, that's a whole, a whole thing in itself. Uh, you know, for two and a half years before this happened, I was fist bumping only. I don't know if you remember Tamara, right? Like I, I just, I, I'm like, I'm not gonna, we're not going to shake hands. That's not going to happen. For two and a half years prior to this. Why is that? Um, <laughs> well, yes, I spent, but I was wondering what, what triggered it two and a half years ago. Well, I spent a lot of time in airports. Uh, 2018, I was gone 300 days uh, from my home. And you just spend five minutes watching people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh no. 
<laughs> yeah, we're good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, so I've, I've always been that way. And I, and I, spe- I used to speak a lot, you know, go out and speak and, and I would have a, like a, a writer, you know, and the only thing it would say is my microphone has to be completely clean before, you know, and they had to stop me from bringing my own <laughs> because it was just, you know, I love people. I love hum- humanity, but you know, people or human so so that part wasn't so tough but you know and if you got sick you wouldn't be able to continue going that's right and I wasn't for those two and a half years yeah which is so so weird I was actually sick in December my wife reminded me that my sickness in December I don't even know if I told you this Chloe because I hadn't remembered it but my sickness was a very very bad cough that had no other real symptoms in December and it was this mystery thing that happened I had the same yeah, the yeah. same. I had to miss work. Remember that, Chloe? Yes, yes, yes. You were so sick. I'd never been that sick before in my life. For three weeks, I couldn't shake a fever. In December? Do you think it was? I was in February. February. Laura, me too. I had a fever for like two weeks. And it was. Yeah, just- and Caitlin had it too. Yeah. And I'll tell time? you, after we left, um, 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 where were we? We were in Memphis. We did a big fan event. And it was all the hugs and shaking hands and, you know. and The peachy Yes. Now we're just gonna wave. Do any of you guys just like think back on all the fan events that we've done? And, and I'm like, what? Well, we yes, never again. Crazy. It's gonna be so different yes. now. Yeah. Totally. I remember, we were, like I always used hand sanitizer between, tried to between every person, and then by the time we, I was done, my hands were just completely raw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or how offended people got if you did that, and how people. And now there, no one would be. It's crazy, right? Like, like hi. I bumped into this uh, celebrity dude at the airport in January or February before any of this was something. And I went to fist bump him because that's what I do. And he stopped and he said, what's that? And I said, it's fist bump. I, you know, real quick, you know, germaphobe just kind of wrote it off. He said, you don't shake my hand. We don't do a picture. And I was like, really? Really though? And he, um, And I was, I just couldn't. I just would love to know the conversation he's having today. I would just love to know the conversation that he's having. Uh, But anyway, um, so has anybody been uh, affected uh, as far as you know uh, from this sickness or anything like that? Um, I don't know. My mom caught it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, my mom caught it uh, just as we went into lockdown. She went to the emergency room about a week before the lockdown. And um, someone that was in a a room next to her actually died of COVID. Mm. Um, And so she ended up... getting really sick. And luckily she has a really close friend that's a doctor. So she was kind of in conversation with her every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, now she's, my mom loves to work out a lot and she does notice some respiratory differences and like just her lung capacity, but, yeah. um, she is like recovered and she's, uh, immune compromised. So I was very, nervous fire you know and and so I was actually grateful that like she got through it and I'm like oh at least you know these people that are catching it a second time it's typically not as severe as the first time they're catching it um so I don't know yeah yeah. my best friend's um uncle got it and he yeah he died no I mean yeah he did it's like what 120,000 at this point um, 130, 130, 130 now. Yeah. Um, I was just hearing last night. Three million cases, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and Fanola, are you in the, are you in the States? 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, you are in the States now. Yeah. I don't know. I just, for some reason, I just imagine that you're always in England, even when you're not like, <laughs> even if you're not. Yeah. You're I just there. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been binging episodes. I don't know if you all watched that the first time with Matt LeBlanc. Did you ever see episode? Anybody here see episodes? Oh, episodes, is, amazing. Amazing. episodes is amazing. Oh yeah. So I've been, I watched it originally and I actually realized that I was drunk when I watched it. So I don't remember it. So I watched it again. I'm right in the middle of it again. And it's so good. And then I, it was so funny to realize that half the cast is British, even playing U, uh, U.S. characters. Like, I didn't realize. I mean, obviously it happens. Yeah. I just feel like, here's what I think about that. Why waste a good accent? <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. Why waste a good accent? I mean, I, 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 I get it. You're talented. You're whatever. You know, Oscar winner, whatever. But. Hello, it's great. Okay, so um, moving on to just a little different topic. Um, Sophia, mm-hmm. you and Chloe would, and, and Brianna, I don't know. Actually, let me find out. Like, who, who are the new kids on the block? You know what I mean? Like, how do, who feels like they're the new kids on the block when it comes to GH? With Sophia, yeah. I'm, I'm new. I feel, yeah, Ish. I'm yeah. at least among this group, I'm certainly new. Yeah, and <laughs> What was your, um, Brianna, what was your, um, what, what did you do right before GH? Um, right before GH, I had actually just shot an episode of um, Insecure. And oh, I love that. And which one? Uh, Shameless. Shameless. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Can I, can I do a brief thing of like quickly where each of you are from, like where you were? Sure. Absolutely. So where um, were you? I'm originally from Miami, but okay. um, Florida, which I, you know, I'm not proud of. And But I have been out in LA for over 10 years now. I came out here to um, go to USC. I got my BFA in theater there and I uh, kind of just bunkered down after I graduated. Um, and yeah, I've been here ever since. You know, uh, I, as I mentioned my wife a lot, but we watched the show together because the first time I ever met, she was German, I met her in Barcelona. So the first time I ever met her, I sat her down and, and ordered General Hospital on iTunes so that we could watch it together. Yeah. Uh, and she's still with me, so it's, it's worked out. But we comment, you know, we comment along with the, with the episodes and we, um, no matter what is going on with your character, Brianna, we're just always like in her hair. Oh, it's yeah. a cascade of lovely, you know, uh, so just, just so you know, that's the thing. Also, if I ever go to the hospital and this is Sophia, may my brows be on fleek <laughs> like y'all's brows are when y'all in the hospital. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's like everyone's um, eyebrows always look amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Or when people wake up from, you know, I just think it's so funny that the guys will wake up and their hair is all messed up and they're just like, ah. And then the, any woman is just waking up and it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it's still very, very cool. Um, I'll, I will go back to Sophia. Where, where, I know you're, you're Swedish, right? I am. I'm yeah. Swedish. I spent some time over there recently. You I, have did? A, I have a friend named Sophia who is in Sweden and she's Ooh. an investor friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I moved here about like eight years ago. Um, got a oh, really? Visa and do you put on an accent? Green card, about to get my citizenship. Do you um, put on an accent to to like keep it? 
I had to in the beginning. Like in the beginning, I was only playing Swedish roles or like Russian or German, like anything from Europe. Um, but now I'm just. So this is your accent, though? This is just how I speak. Really? No. That's so interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it was a Portia situation because Portia had to keep her accent. You know that? You know, yeah. Portia no. Rossi. Yeah, I just yeah. it eventually. Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay. Um, I'm so yes. sorry. I have to run. I, no, you told me you would. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. So, I really appreciate you being here. And um, Tamara, congratulations, congratulations again. Conversation. Congratulations. Hi. Oh, she's from. And geek out. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Bye, you guys. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, all of you. <laughs> okay, how do I go? <laughs> at the top meeting this episode is amazing Woo, you, we're just getting started y'all we're just getting started hey i'll let you go back just a second um backstagecrowd.com people have been asking me how it works it's an investing syndicate so uh we have two tracks one track is if you're non-accredited you can uh, invest as little as $100 into deals that we're working on that are on different platforms that already exist. Those are really, really amazing and a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun with that. If you are accredited, meaning that you make 200000 or more in uh, a year or a million dollars you have that like under management or as an asset, you are considered accredited in the United States. And either way, you can... Um, you can sign up to backstagecrowd.com. We'll help you figure out how to test that. If you're a little bit unsure, just fill out the quick form and we'll help you and look for an email from us right after you fill it out. But we're we're off to the races, man. You got to check this out. We did our first deal, like I mentioned earlier, and we're going into our second one right away. The appetite is out of this world and... We've got deal flow. We've got deal flow. So it's exciting. I want you to check it out. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to come to me in a couple of years and be like, Ireland, why didn't you let me into that deal? I'm letting you into that deal right now. So I'll let you get back to the episode, but definitely click over to backstagecrowd.com and I will see you there. And then Chloe, I know your story because we had, we had a, such a wonderful conversation, um, but just to remind our audience you we have the um we have dallas north texas and in, in, in yes Colorado. yeah so i was born in tampa but moved to dallas when i was really young and um yeah that's where i grew up yeah and then i met julie in high school <laughs> and then she became julietta and then she became <laughs> you julie. Can call her, i guess you can call her julie right we don't have to correct you she would like us to call her i i should i i'm bad i have another friend who's who's I knew in acting, like acting classes, Jordan, and then he changed his name to Sutherland because it's his middle name. And I still, I, it's so hard oh, for me yeah. to switch. Jordan to Sutherland is quite. It is, it's kind of a <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Finola. Yes. What part of England, if that's where you're from, really? Yeah. What part of England He's did you, or do you claim? London. London, London proper. Is that where you were born? Yes. Yeah. It is. Okay. And, do, and how do you split your time? Do you, do you split, stay here? Do you stay in Los Angeles? Most yeah, of the time? No, I'm here all the time. I, yeah. yeah. You, you, you take your, um, you take like a, a three month summer 
to go do other projects. Is that, is that right? I mean, and now, and now America's caught on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you do that to like direct things or to be part of some other type of thing. Has that yeah. been really important? Cause you've been, you've been on this show off and on for how many years would you say it is? They say it's 35. They say it's 35. They're all lying. They're all lying. Well, I don't know. They could be right. 35. So yeah. how do you, and how long have you been on the show, Laura? Me on this one? On this one. This one, 15 years. And then the prior one? Um, Guiding Light for eight and Loving for seven. So a total of uh, 29, almost 30 years straight. Yeah. You know, we're about- I, so this is the longest break I've ever had. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I have been listening to Maurice's book. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic. Uh, I did a whole interview with Audible and I mentioned his book more than mine in it because it's oh, that good. And it reminded me a lot. I said this in that interview that it reminded me a lot of Bruce Springsteen's Audible audio book because of even the voice, but um, just the kind of the richness of it. And a lot of it was talking about just how you kind of keep yourself fresh. Like, how do you keep yourself interested in a job that you have for so long? Is it in being like really just knowing your character so well? Or is it just like, hey, it it's given me a good life and I'm going into work and I can, I can leave it when I leave work. Honestly, I find every, I, I find every single moment to be an opportunity to um, just find something new in the craft. Right. And it's I just, agree. it's like such a gift to have an opportunity mm-hmm. every day to be better, you know, or just find something else or experiment with something else. And we get uh, every day, to, you know, you get to, we don't have to do the same thing every day. That's right. So it's a new day. You know, we're not doing the same play every day, even though some days it may seem that way. But. <laughs> that's and right. Then, and you're always working with somebody different. And, yeah. um, you know, and you, so you get to find out how they tick or what it is that turns them on or just whatever it is. I mean, I, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. I love it. I love it. Do you ever work with like, like day players or like just temporary people? And you're like, oh God, you're not good. Like. I can't, you're, you're bringing me down or something. You ever, you don't have to say who it is, if it's, but have you ever felt that way? Like, yeah, ah. casting director who's like really incredible, um, yeah. Mark, but sometimes people can slip through the cracks or they get nervous. Right. And that's a bummer, you know, because you feel for them, uh, you know, because, you know, 1% of our union works. And when these people get a break and a chance to, to do anything and then they, they um, get caught in their head, and we've all been there. Um, you just want to hug them and say, it's okay. We got this. And, you know, some, sometimes they can come out of it and sometimes they can't. And, um, that, you know, you feel sad for them. Yeah. That's a bummer. The first I ever worked on, um, I think we talked about this last time, but I had a co-star named JJ Soria who took me around like Charleston, South Carolina. And cause that's where we were filming our show and just, spent time with me because I was like 18 years old and I didn't know anybody and I had never been on a TV show. And that's kind of how I try and treat everybody that walks on any set that I'm on, because it is very nerve wracking when you're coming into an environment that you're unfamiliar with, especially something like a soap opera where there's potentially 40 to 60 pages and you've never worked with that volume. In one take. <laughs> In one take, yeah. It's, it, it, of course it's nerve-wracking. If, 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 you, if it's not, then good on you. <laughs> yeah, don't have a pulse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, also, that also reminds me, and going also, this is Laura and Finola especially too, it's everyone here actually, 
including Juliana. It's everyone here, actually. You, to me, Laura and Fanola, you all can tap into a certain emotion, a, de- a depth of emotion so quickly and with ease. How do you do that over the years? How do you, I mean, do you, do you, are you method actors or do you, like, do you think about something that's happened in your life or is it more autopilot? How do you go there? I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. When I'm in the moment and listening and working and um, having, and I'm in, you know, like I, Chloe and I have had so much work to do recently when we had those scenes that were just incredible. Like I think they aired right before shutdown. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you have well-written scenes that are, and you're in it, what comes is just, you know, um, what's in there. And and yeah. you, you're, you're the character in that moment. I, I'm not thinking about my kid. I'm, I'm locked in with my actors. And um, what comes out of that is um, uh, magic, right? Isn't that why we do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and also um, like it, sometimes it's just the human connection of who you're working with you know, what you're saying. And, um, that's true, you know, and just be like, because sometimes we don't even talk that honestly to people that we live with, mm-hmm. that we work with, mm-hmm. and we get an opportunity to sort of pull out, you know, uh, feelings and, and, uh, so true. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, yeah. and, and it's, it's, like it's a little bit of therapy. It's a little bit of like cathartic therapy sometimes well it's really funny too um because it's true it's like you know you have you 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 really get to unleash it when you have to be careful and the rest of the world you don't have to on set you get that's the freedom of the art right is um, yeah um i wanted to switch gears again and, and talk to brianna about um something that is like really has been so exciting and i i talked to the woman who played your character prior to you as well. Oh, Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah, I talked to her. Um, I got to meet her uh, on a on a tour of of the set at some point. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah um, and I want to talk to you about um, kind of. Do you think through like it's almost uh, annoying to me to have to even ask this question, but do you think about your the representation? Like, are do you is that something that you and the other act black actors on the show? Um, Think about, talk about, is it, or is it again? Um, I would say it's probably the main thing I think about and talk about. I think that especially when you're in a space where there aren't many of you, yes. um, there's a, a lot of, I think, uh, responsibility that you feel um, to just the representation of people of color. And, um, you know, even if it comes down to dialogue that's written that I don't think is you mm-hmm. know, accurate to representing people of color. And, you know, gratefully, our executive producer has been, you know, very um, willing to change anything that I feel is not appropriate yeah. or just not accurate. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's something, you know, even with Jordan, you know, I think that sometimes the producers get sick of me because, you know, they kind of feel like I'm not taking a note, but what I'm not doing is I don't always want Jordan to be angry. I don't always want her to be aggressive. I don't Mm -hmm. always want her to be the perpetuation of what I think Mm -hmm. a lot of black women are often depicted as. Um, And so, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to find a moment to, um, I think bring, um, I don't know, more versatility 
to the character of Jordan, Jordan when I'm given the opportunity to. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And I, we were, we invited Sonia Eddy. Um, she was wanted to be here, but she had a, a prior appointment. Um, and I just not only, um, love her character and her her presence uh um she's so yummy i love her well i just i love you know her her body positive you know i'm a i'm plus size and and it's just sort of like you know as kind of soapy as it is for her to have the uh love interest that she has uh it is also kind of uh kind of a, a a hat tip to the fact that she can and that she should and it should be whatever uh, we'll we'll start to wrap up because I, I did say we were going to go out. Um, Sophia, what do you hope for your character? Oh, like um, a magic wand or even not a magic wand. What do you hope, you know, because I, 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 I comment with my wife again that you seem like you're, even though you're new, it seems like you really do the homework. And you really do care when you show when you show up. Uh, so, do you have any ideas for your character where she, where she goes from here? Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, I tried learn so much every day. I still learn so much. I'm still trying to like figure everything out. It's so different from everything else I've done working on a soap. But um, okay. I mean, I, I just want to. I just hope that it goes deep, you know, and, and not surface level. Not that anything else has been, but I just hope that. I get some more challenging. I just like to be challenged. So just more challenging, fun things to, yeah. to do. We just got to figure out ways to get y'all back on that set. Yeah. As possible. Um, I could talk to you all for hours and um, I appreciate your time once more. Anything anybody wants to say to wrap up or anything I missed? I know it's, it's a lot of moving parts. Um, Chloe, maybe since you helped me put this together, any, anything that you want to say about your cast or. I mean, everybody's so great. Everyone's so nice and welcoming. And, um, you know, it's one of like the great, my, the great joys of my life so far is getting to know everyone I've worked with and, you know, I've worked with Laura extensively, Sophia, some Brianna, we've (laughs) never. That is surprising. Manola, I we've never worked together. I can't yeah. believe you haven't been arrested. Of everything. <laughs> Josh has always arrested her or something yeah. like that, right? Well, of course. <laughs> I was yeah. I don't I have been I've, I've been arrested once. Yeah. I think it's so <laughs> funny scene where we like walked into a room and like yeah. like I acknowledged you or something, but that was not the extent of it. And you're like, you just stay in this hospital, like don't try and run away or something. Oh, I think the last time I worked with you, Brian, Brianna, was when the shootout was in the coffee place. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was really one of the only times we've worked together. I haven't really worked. I've worked with Fanola, I think, the most yeah. out of anybody. Here, and how long did you spend in the hospital bed? I mean, that was probably like I feel like I shot those scenes for like two months. <laughs> I know they're forever. It's the best y'all, blocking on the planet, but I, that's about it. Y'all are some some resilient people. Y'all have been in <laughs> hospital after hospital after hospital, but it's called General Hospital. That's what I love about it. I love it. You have to find a way to get you to the hospital. I just love it. Can I just can I just say that there are mo- multiple scenes? like in courtrooms or at the hospital oh. where I believe I could do my best work as an extra. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And I, I think you could do better than an extra. Yeah. I think we could give you some lines. I think so too. 
For yeah. sure. <laughs> I would you know, be people so are. I'm getting ready to check. Oh, look, look what I just purchased. So I'm getting yeah. ready. No, I'm oh, just, I, I just pulled it up as well. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Yep. Heck yep. yeah. I'm so excited. Thank I'm, you. I'm just my, excited. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all something I've never said out loud. <laughs> and this is weird. Again, once more. I have said, you know how, you know, some soaps have had to be canceled over the years. I have said that if I ever hear that General Hospital has to be canceled, it will become my life's goal to figure out how to produce the show, like to to save the show. So I want to see y'all for for the rest of this ride. And as long as you want. Well, thank you, because it's it's because of you that we're employed. You know, you keep us employed. Thank you so much. And I do I do want to say one thing that please um, that. You know, the the men on the show are like very cool and they're, you know, front burners and blah, blah, blah. But I I do have to say that the women in our particular group are so badass and are so amazing and supportive of each other. 100%. It's really, it's always been an incredible place to work. And, And I think the women on the show just get stronger like year by year. Wow. And I agree with you, Fanola. I've worked on quite a few shows and it's all wonderful, but this one, there's something about this one as far as supportive goes. And um, yeah. it does feel like a team in a different way. It's, uh, you know, we sink or swim together. Yep, we do. And, and the, you know, the girls on the show and the women on the show, it's, it's really lovely, I must say. Yeah. Well, you all are a joy to watch and shout out to Maura West. We'll yes. find a way to <laughs> one of my favorite humans on the planet. Yeah. Awesome. Adore her. Adore her. Um, thank you all. Thank you. Made my thank you made so my much for having month. us. <laughs> thank Thanks. You. Thanks thank everybody. You. Thank you. See you later. Let me cry. I thank you, Chloe. Thanks, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Yeah. Bye, Juliet. Thanks, Arlen. I look forward to reading your book. Oh, I would. Bye, Brianna. Would, bye, Sophia. Bye, Finn. It would make my year, Fanola, if you read my book. I'm going to ordering it now. I'm listening to it. I can't wait to hear you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, I'm going to go because I said I wouldn't go. I didn't cry the whole time. I didn't cry the whole time. <laughs> bye. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, it's Arlen. Thanks for listening to this episode. So I would love to keep up with you online. You can find me at Arlen Was Here on Instagram and on Twitter. That's A-R-L-A-N Was Here. I cannot wait to continue this conversation with you. This episode has been brought to you by Purple.com for all your mattress needs. Check out their sheets, their duvets, their pillows. And if you are really needing a more comfortable sleep, get that mattress delivered. Your First Million is produced by Anna Aikinoa, executive producer Arlen Hamilton, associate producer Chacho Valadez. 